Hi everybody, welcome back to the Audacity. I I did fall off in consistency, consistency, but I do have an excuse. I had literally the period from hell for the past two weeks. It was, I mean, like to just, I think, hey, we're just getting into it. Hey, we're jumping in, but like I have an excuse this time. I hadn't had a period in two years because on birth control, so I was like, you know, living life, living La Vida Loca, but then it's it only lasts three years it's the arm implant so it only lasts three years and i'm winding down in september i think in september it'll be expired so obviously i'm getting onto the end this is my second one but i just had not had a period so uh, it was very nice i had got my period I was in europe so that kind of sucked but then i missed a month and then it came back with a vengeance for for two weeks and like I just forgot that like uh period like supplies cost so much money or popping so many Tylenols like it was actually the worst experience but then it also made me spiral into like a deep depression because I just feel like those two things are synonymous when you're in your I think like period symptoms and depression are just like synonymous so that like kind of sucked so which led my house which led to my house being such a fucking disaster that I told myself like I couldn't really do anything until I cleaned my house but I just never cleaned my house so I was kind of going through it these past two weeks I think I have an excuse for why I couldn't do this like this was very low it was a low prio but I've decided to do it and I've decided to do it for my bed I think that because like I have to sit at a desk and like just prop shit up and it's like not fun versus here I can lay in the comfort of my own bed which makes it even more exciting because it's just like it's just like chatting on the, the phone with my girls but yeah I'm back and I'm excited um I have some things to talk about today so what I first want to start off with is so I saw this TikTok and I also just I used to never be the person who was like I used to actively not use TikTok and somehow I've gotten sucked in and so I just I kind of hate that I'm a TikTok girl but they do have a lot of good things but anyways I saw a TikTok or uh TikTok for Twitter because you know they're kind of the same or, or or x whatever the fuck it's called um but this lady was talking about all these things that she didn't know when she was moving to texas and i'm in alignment like there's so many things that i didn't know moving to texas and like i mean i just thought the i just thought that the deep south was kind of like worse but they're just all synonymous i feel like just bad like bad not fun policy like uh, like there's just a lot of things happening that's like are insane greg abbott is literally insane but i think austin is a hell trap and it might be all of texas but i highly doubt i think austin is just like a fucking insane place i as i call it to my my friends it's a town for towny folk like it is a town full of towny folk and i think what how i even describe towny folk like to me towny folk are like people who are a part of the <laughs> me me and my friend talking with the people who are who seem like they're a part of the natural environment like people who, who seem like this is their habitat like who are part of the natural habitat that's townie for townie folks i don't think i'm a townie folk but i'm living in a town and so i just like have a lot of gripes with austin i think like obviously bad policy not fun policy duh the 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 um what's that nigga's name greg abbott the governor insane and i think ted cruz is senator like insane people but i think i have two issues with my local my my local municipality that i think is just actually very insane and i'm here to rant about it because it's been pissing me off so bad so there it's actually two things i would like to preface this with i'm a part of the austin subreddit i think that 
this is a, a sidebar before I jump into why Austin's pissing me off. I think that Reddit is actually the best social media platform to ever exist. Like, you have to bite your fucking mom about it because you can find everything on Reddit. Like, I used Reddit when I started my antidepressants. Like, what was week two supposed to feel like? What was week one supposed to feel like? Like, you can find shit like that. Like, I was looking for a pre-sale concert code today. Found that. I'm a part of, like, so many subcommunities. Like, a part of the Bravo Housewives subcommunity. Like, there's so many subcommunities I'm a part of because I enjoy it. I'm a part of the Carly Rae Jepsen sub, which is a good sub. I'm a part of Beyonce sub, which they were spilling so much tea about the tour, like, when I was trying to get tickets. I'm like, there's just so many good things that Reddit has, like so much information. Like, obviously, yes, there's a dark side, but I don't, I don't, I don't habitate over there. So on, on the good parts of Reddit, when I'm on, I enjoy Reddit. So I think that, that Reddit is amazing, but that's just all to preface to say that I'm a part of the awesome subreddit. And I think if you move somewhere new, you should just always join a subreddit because it's helpful. But what it really does keep me up on is the community politics and it's actually insane so I'm going to start with this so my two biggest gripes are really like what's happening with this police force and driving so basically like Austin's police force is oh my god that scared me oh sorry an ad scared the fuck out of me but basically what Austin police force is saying right now is that they're going through a budget like they're going through a budget crisis because there's like there's basically a lack of officers and a lack of like uh not first responders but like the people who answer the phone are they first responders i don't know the people who answer the phone when you dial 911 dispatch 911 dispatch there's not many people working in dispatch and there's not many people working like there's not many officers working and they're trying to incentivize people but they're saying that their budget is too low when i've seen posters around austin that they get fifteen thousand dollars signing bonus so i'm like that's kind of a nice signing bonus um but they have a they have people who don't want to like they have a low labor force for officers and for dispatch but they're saying that their budget's not big enough but their budget's actually so fucking high actually let me look up the budget so i can austin pd budget uh 443.1 million dollars i think that that is a big budget but when all the I hate I actually hate that when this moment of life where we have to describe a moment in time where there was extreme racial unrest as the George Floyd moment like that's actually so sick I uh, I don't want to go there but um basically the, the who the fuck what was it 2021 um when they were talking about defunding the police or reforming I think it was everyone was team reform and it's really defund and obliterate abolish um but defunding the police so they defunded them they had defunded him but I'm just looking at this new article that's saying that they're about to give him 32 more million dollars I don't know so clearly what there are they're bitching about nothing because they've lost no money I think I think that some people are just like it's I think some people who are want to be officers who look a certain way please infer I think they're just like it's just too hard to be a cop nowadays because you because people have cameras and people can see like I think there's a lot there is not really any accountability for officers doing but people are on guard because I guess they don't want that smoke but the the, the argument to me is like people just I think they just don't want to be cops because like they don't have the ability to just have impunity to harm any and everyone even though although they still do to some degree I don't know I don't know why these people don't want to be cops anyways they're saying that they don't have people who want to work I and I think in conjunction with this there's also the police union of austin 
which are constantly tweeting that they're going to not like people are going to stop working and they're just going to let this city fall into like a hellhole. It's actually very insane. Like there's just so many forces at hand. And I guess what they keep saying on the Reddit is that Austin PD is just quiet quitting because none of their needs are being met. Okay. That, that is like what the Austin PD are going through. Now let's bring in local politics here. So basically right now, Austin PD is beefing with the city because the city had put forward, um, a ballot maybe in the winter last winter about police oversight and they were purposely fucking with the ballot like the 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 wording was kind of fucked up and people can understand like what they were voting towards and it was basically just like should there be police oversight but the way the yes and the no's were formed it was like if you said yes it was or if you said no you were really saying some shit like that where like if you're saying yes you were really saying no like it's giving a mess so like they were fucking with the ballot and Anyways, people saw through that and the girls on Reddit were active. Like they were actually saying y- y'all need to vote on this because they're also, everyone's also constantly shitting on APD because APD is fucked up. And I think I'm only like 30% through the story. It's actually insane. So everyone actually read through that and they voted that they did, like they actually voted that yes, they want a police oversight and the police were even more mad. So they were more, they were mad that their budget got slashed. Then they were mad that people, um, so they want to please oversight so now they're saying they're, now they're super quiet quitting and so basically what happened was this this man he is an ex-police officer uh I think he might have been like a he he might have had a title so like he was somebody he'd been in the APD for 17 years he he goes to check on like this old couple like often he goes to check on the old couple and finds one of them dead in the backyard and then one guy who had just recently had surgery just sitting on the couch like not moving for two days and he calls the cops and the cops don't even answer they take 17 minutes they take 17 minutes to reach a dispatch the dispatch and then they they don't help him they don't put him through to an officer so he they end up going to flag the fire department and the fire department responds in minutes and now let's take a moment to applaud firemen because firemen don't have bad press like the publicity is good for firemen out there i've never heard about a bad fireman like firemen seem like they know what's happening they're on their fucking job and also they be driving like they got to go somewhere like they be driving i don't know what the police officers are doing apd but like very unserious people so never heard any bad press about firemen they go and help them but the police have to come to the scene because they have to like declare that it was any foul play um in order to get the body to the morgue and all this other stuff but it was just very insane and he wrote a letter to the city and to the mayor um to say like hey what are you doing like what what are you what are y'all doing this is unacceptable and, it, and it's actually just a hot mess so that's 50 percent of the story i'd also like to circle back in the local politics section and say that when this oversight was happening so was the texas freeze and so the city manager who was responsible for like the the local congressional uh meetings or whatever he got ended up getting fired which i want to go to that town hall meeting so bad but i had a meeting i had a work meeting but i wanted to go to see him get ousted and get voted out in real time because he fucked up the freeze and he was also trying to give the the police officers an extension on their because they're also fighting for their contract with the city right now it's yeah it's a mess so like he was saying he was in favor of extending the uh contract for an additional year but everyone else on the council was like no until we see what the votes are from this this the vote on police oversight for more citizen ownership over police oversight then we won't move forward and he was trying to get that done while also not taking care of the free so he got ousted so it just seems like everything here in austin is actually a hot mess which is crazy because it's it is the capital right hold on that's actually very sad i live here and i don't know the capital texas capital it is it is i i'm not gonna google that i just remember it is okay that's me being dumb whatever 
whatever whatever so that to me so basically 50 percent of the story so basically because apd is quiet quitting greg abbott he decides to sit in state police which are called dps and also like there are 10 million types of cop cars here in austin or in texas it's so insane like do you need all and i understand that they have different jurisdictions but do you need all these damn people doing all this like like copping i don't think so except the road is crazy and we're gonna get there like this is only half my rant and maybe one other part so basically greg abbott sends in dps and sorry to make sure i'm still recording greg abbott sends in dps and they're the state police so for example like austin has said that some things are just decriminalized or they're not going to take us serious for example weed if you have like a certain amount of grams on you it, they won't they might give you a ticket but it's nothing serious because they've decided to decriminalize it uh-uh not with state police so the things that don't fly the things that fly in austin with the state police they don't fly but on top of that like of course they were policing with discrimination so like i would see so many reddit posts about people like i got pulled over it seems very like racial and then like they would just set up speed traps like i'll see like 10 million cop cars so they originally took dps out because they said they're not they're policing with impunity and they're not they're not they're discriminating when they're pulling people over for stops so they took them out they and the 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 mayor was like we're done with this okay so then greg abbott was like okay so you thought i was you thought i was feeling you he literally sent the same dps people back and more and it's actually it's very insane so i think like i I can't live like this like and I I I actually get very nervous when I see cop I don't know come like nigga I don't know how you feeling today like you could feel like you want to stop me and I don't know am I gonna pull out my registration quick enough am I gonna pull out my ID quick enough like I'm I'm just a little too scary to be dealing with cops so like they do scare me and I just be seeing so fucking many I'm like damn and I just don't know what the fuck they're gonna do so I think that to me is a whole mess like and just also just knowing that like there'll be accidents happening or people need to call the cops to do things because i think what we have to bring back what i think maybe i can get behind cops if they actually serve the people like go help a granny with her groceries like go redirect traffic when traffic is bad because the city the urban the city planner or the urban planner whatever who did this city didn't fucking time the lights right go and redirect some traffic like be of service but they're not here to serve they're here to abuse and violate like i think that's just literally it but if they were about serving i would be a little different like where is the help where's the love but i understand that that's not their function their function is to to bodyguard and defend capitalists i get that but like let's reimagine here maybe you should help somebody because people need help like and you should be the people to help to serve well i don't care about the protect part just serve like they're not serving so that to me is just a fucking mess now let's get into um the driving like it is actually someone's i want to give my car away like i'm tired of driving it's so scary texas is just a scary place to drive because the roads are bad like the roads are bad a people are angry a guns are legal uh b c it's actually just very scary on top of that people don't know how to fucking drive like i actually i wouldn't say i'm the best driver i'm not sitting here i'm the best driver but i do get safely from a to b and i try to get there quickly and safely to a to b because it's actually just like I've almost gotten run off the road. I've gotten brake checked. It's like actually it's very insane driving. And I also think people here, they drive for themselves, but you have to be a defensive driver and for other people too. Like for example, I'll be on a highway and no one's driving the speed limit. So you'll be on a highway, what, going 80, 90. 
and someone will just jump this happened today so many times people just jump in front of you because they see a little bit of space and cause you to break like nobody cares um nobody cares about the other person like it's actually insane and so sad or like in texas they have like when you have to get off a highway the highway exit will be going what 60 but then you have to make a turn literally 100 feet off the highway and that turn is a sharp turn and you need to be going like 20 miles do you see the the disposition there of 70 to 20 to get into some some private land like i think it's just actually very insane it's a bad built city for towny folk i'm over it and the driving is actually just so scary like you could get an accident any second. There's always accidents. The traffic is super stupid because you could like turn one corner. You could be on the freeway. Just the, the the freeways may be going a little bit of a 30 degree angle and people are breaking. Like they'd be creating traffic. Another thing that actually pisses me the fuck off. And this is why I'm like, can somebody hand out some citations? I'm stepping to my cop era. The way that people tie their shit down on their trucks is actually insane. Like you need to take some classes or you need to get a special something on your license. That means you want to strap shit down to your truck because they'd be doing the most ghetto strapping ever. Then the shit be falling all over the highway, the area. Like there was one time I was driving, there was glass because somebody's glass that fell from the truck metal all this other shit debris on the road and i'm like jesus christ strap this shit incorrectly it looks it looks a mess it's just actually a mess and then now my last beef with the city of austin is and i think i think this is this was at this the feet of the city manager here i don't think that you should be allowed to do more than a certain amount of construction projects in one area they need to be zoned like because and i get that that's that is the antithesis of capitalism but i don't care like it actually just disrupts the flow of traffic and you make things worse it's just and you're just throwing shit up it's not it doesn't look like it's giving well built you're just throwing some shit up like it's so irritating like there's all types of construction debris all over like the lights are all fucked up people already can't drive so you're you're throwing them little optical courses that they're not gonna pass so like make sure you're manning the area to make sure that that the free the the flow of traffic works it's just so stupid and like on every street that i'm on it seems like they're doing fucking some type of work stop like one at a time or like this doesn't all have to be done at the same time it's so annoying so i mean i have complaints about austin on the daily but like those are the three that's that really been on my mind it's been boggling me and annoying the fuck out of me <sighs> I'm so glad I got that on my chest because maybe that can help my road rage because it's just a crazy town to drive in. It's insane. Okay. I'm just trying to get to my notes. What's next? Unserious business. Okay, so I've just been coming into contact with more and more businesses who just seem very unserious about making money. So I'm going to preface this with a really good business experience that I had recently. So I was buying something. I'm going to say what that is undisclosed because like if you know, you know. But anyway, so I text a friend. I'm like, hey, girl, need this information. She sent it to me, she, but she goes, oh, like he he does referral only per. So I was like, oh, OK, I love that. She's like, oh, he does menus and stuff like that. He updates them every month like love. OK, um, and so she texts him um he sends me a text like hey this is you know so and so 
but it's the business name. It's not the person's name. And he, I just asked him a question. I was like, Hey, I'm looking to get this and this. And he said, okay, here's the menu and here, but the menu was cute. Like the menu actually everything laid out. You could get packages, you could get, you know, different assortments, very nice menu. And then he was like, I'm laughing because I'm like, I'm really trying to speak about this and not say what it is but then he was like yeah here's actually my updates like I don't have these items anymore and I said bet okay so I go through I pick what I want and he was like okay I was like oh is this the total for this and he said oh can you send me your address because I just need to make sure you're within my delivery area um and so I sent him my address he goes okay it's free because you're right side out of my deliver delivery area I make deliveries at this time and basically like he he came like uh, an hour after that time and then he showed up but he was kind of late because he went to the wrong place and he said to me after I you know pay got my stuff he was like oh like I was late but that'll never happen again and I'm and I'm saying you're going like to me this is what customer service is a professional handling of how things should be handled it went off seamlessly flawlessly I've actually never had my shit delivered to me like that I was like whoa this is nice because normally I have to go and get it and still pay a high ass fee. I didn't have to pay a high ass fee and I got my goods and it co- it was good and it was all good in the hood. So I, I, that to me has been a highlight of the last couple months because I have come into to people, come across people and maybe this is gonna, like, this may come across as anti-small business. I don't know. I, I just need y'all to rock with me when I talk about this. So let me take it to another area, especially because I think we're talking about like, providing a service but not being an essential worker I think that's very different but like you're providing an extra thing in somebody's life that they're going out of their way to pay for because it's not an essential to living life so I tried to get the, I went to get a tattoo and I'm like trying to get a tattoo and it's like nobody wants to tattoo me but I'm trying to get a tattoo hopefully within the next month or two I will have two like I'm trying to get some tattoos here and I've been trying for about a month um since July actually so yeah a month so basically I well there was two instances really the first instance was I went to DC to visit a friend I his friend uh, he has somebody who does his tattoos she does really good at like thin lines so I was like oh bet would love to work with her he texted her on my behalf ghosted so I never got that tattoo and she could have came up on a lick and if I come I'm going back to DC she is gonna go uh come up on a lick because I really love her work so this other guy though I liked his work but I just thought that the customer service sucked so I was on Instagram and I saw him, so I d- he said he was coming to Austin. So I DM'd him, and I was like, I accidentally clicked the wrong question, but the question was, like, what's your minimum rate? So he told me his minimum rate was $200. I said, okay, that's fine. I said, oh, I want to get this. This is what it'll be in, like, your typical font, size, whatever. Are you free from these dates? He reads my message, doesn't respond for, like, a day. Then responds back and is like, yeah, uh, that should work. Um, and so I was like, okay, bet. So I asked him a question because I think me and another friend had the same question because considering the tattoo is actually going to be very small. It was like I asked him, I said, so does the $200 cover uh, would it cover two tattoos or like because I don't I didn't know if it was hourly or like is it a set piece that's $200 like I wasn't understanding like what was the breakdown or uh, like what he was charging. And so he was like, just the word. So it was the tattoo was going to be, and I'm still hoping to get this. It was going to be love. Don't get no higher. So that's five words from, uh, America has a problem. No, no, no. So, um, yeah, it was five words. And so he's like, it's going to be $200 just for those words. So it's up to you. And I was really just like, okay, actually I'm not going to respond. I actually don't want to do this just because I kind of feel like, 
if I, I just kind of think about it if I was a business owner. I'm not trying to project, but I'm just saying, like, if I was going to be a part of having a business and I wanted my customers to, like, really love me and come back to me, don't you think I'd be a little uh, fucking nicer or just explain something or just a little more? It was kind of giving attitude, and that's fine. You're you're a quote-unquote big deal. Um, it is something that you're providing, but I don't have to go be, be have that be provided with me or you don't have to provide me that service. We don't have to fucking do this. I'm like, I just don't think that's how you talk to people. Like, that was that's actually not how I want to talk to people who I want to take their fucking money you know what I'm saying and so like I think that I would have said like oh hey I see where you're coming from but unfortunately like I have to charge you this this and this um but I I look forward to working with you if this works out like just hit me back like I think that's what I would have done just something a little bit nicer but I get I get that you actually want to be nice that's not but you won't be getting my fucking money and my thing is I believe in direct consumer feedback I believe as a consumer I have the power okay so like I should advocate or speak up for something when I don't understand like I don't think there's anything wrong with that and I'm just noticing and then talking with a friend who also has not noticed some shoddy business practices, I feel like y'all just really can't be serious about making money for your business if this is how you're choosing to operate and treat people. Or like, I, and I mean, call me out on this if I'm being problematic, but I'm like, is this problematic? I'm not talking about like white supremacy professionalism. I'm talking about girl, like, just some customer. It's just customer service. Like, just provide some customer service. Like, I've also been going to this lady who does my silk presses. Great price great product great customer service love it love it love it love it so I'm like I'm just coming across these people who are doing a great service to me and then I'm coming across some really shitty people I'm like hey like my thing too is and I'm I'm gonna preface it with this too like if I love something because I love their customer service I will be a repeat customer so like there's this brand that I love Orson Diaries I have bought I not I bought that's not good English I have bought (laughs) I have bought five things from them because a I think they're very inclusive towards big booby girlies and like bigger sizes even though we could also really come from what does the sizing system look like in america because that's a fuck mess too but anyways so they have things that i can fit and like make me feel confident and so i love their stuff and i've spent i bought you know five things from them and like i almost lost a package and like they were going to work with me to find my package and like replace it and they've also when I had another inquiry about an order like they were very forthcoming with information when I was actually dealing with I'm going to talk about these people because these are the pinnacle of I think you're not serious about business and I will report you to the better business bureau but anyways like I I just like to go to brands that are they like are helpful because like they want you to be a customer they want you to like I will be a customer for life if you could just act like you got some fucking sense I don't know so basically these two bitches from Canada like very unserious business practices but they I wanted to buy some cute clothes for Europe so I had found these people through like this influencer which that's my fault because I was influenced so I should have not but I I it was like a these like cute kind of like balconette bras and then this like matching set sorry my brain fart this matching uh sorry I'm congested but this matching like cute like bra and skirt set for Europe so I ordered those and I ordered them we were leaving in June and I ordered some of them in April and uh May but on the website it said it would take nine to twelve days for production uh and then they would ship it out so I'm sitting here going like as the day goes on I'm like where the fuck is my shit so it basically boiled down to me sending very nasty emails and commenting and spamming their fucking Instagram so bad and also DMing other people who were also talking about missing their orders I should have went on TikTok because I saw a bad TikTok review 
um, about like their brand. And anyways, it ends up getting to me after Europe. And, and I had DM them to know, Hey, I have a trip coming up. I need my shit. It's coming from Canada. So Canada express post ain't talking about shit. Um, and I finally get it. And one of the bras don't even fit. So I'm like, girl, you were just really fucking unserious. And I, what I forgot to do was I forgot to keep the packaging information because I was so upset because I was going to report them to the Better Business Bureau because I found out the Better Business Bureau goes across, uh, can it's all across North America. So I should have reported them to the Better Business Bureau. But I'm just saying like shit like that where it's like, I don't want to have to get nasty about like with a small business owner. Cause, and I kept trying to reiterate to them like, I totally understand that like you have a small business. Am I okay? And maybe I'm being insensitive now. I say this out loud, but you promised something by this date. It, it actually, I don't think I am being insensitive. For example, I had bought some pants from Orson Iris, and I had DM. I had uh, they said it would ship by this date, but it hadn't shipped. So I just you know, so I was like, hey, do you know it's gonna ship? Cause I needed it for something. They said, oh, like it should get on a day. We just had a delay with delay with our warehouse, but okay appreciate that like there's nothing i can do you gave me an estimate when it would ship there's nothing i can really do it shipped when they said it was going to ship and i appreciate it with these two bitches from canada the they were fu- she was fucking playing my face she said she would ship it tomorrow she never shipped it the other girl was like saying oh, i'm gonna do it i'm gonna do it and they never did it and it was just like girls what the fuck and, I, and then i found out i did some instagram stalking and found out that they're besties and they started both clothing brands but they should stop those clothing brands like stop doing it until you can create a system where at least you can have some transparency with the customer to say hey this was taking so long I don't understand like help me help you I want to buy more things I trust me I want to buy things I want to be a buyer I want to be a consumer help me consume by just doing what you're supposed to do because I, I try to consume with morals a little bit so like help me make that easy choice and they weren't doing that so I just, this is a shout out to just like, I don't know, have some customer care and some transparency. And I think it would actually just go the mile. And I'm talking about things that are extras in life, like tattoos, like getting your hair done, like uh, clothing, like shit like that. Like just go the extra mile and see what happens. I think beautiful things could happen for your business. I truly, truly, truly do. Okay, so that is business are not being fucking serious because they are not okay now let's really talk about something here so I'm gonna go into my my second personality which is I love Bravo anything Bravo I want to go to BravoCon you know this is on my it's my wish list y'all know this y'all know this y'all know this so I just been noticing a phenomena in uh Bravo worldish shit I don't know like I think that Sorry, I'm like super congested. I think that the, the 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 sphere of reality TV is changing. I'm trying to think of like what reality, like I guess what reality show I'm into right now. Even though you went classified as reality, I think I'm more into like docu reality where it's like um, couples therapy, like shit like that. Where I'm like, even though this show is like insane, it's like having me contemplate so much about life. But like, it's so good. I, I think but I think ultimately like the face of reality is changing I'm trying to think like what reality shows do I watch I, I mainly, mainly just Bravo but I don't know I just think what we're looking for is not of yesteryear like I think we want people more that we can relate to people who are new and have some spunk and I don't think that that's the model of Bravo like a lot of their housewife shows they have been on those shows for 10 plus years but they're just not relatable anymore like to a certain extent, the whole point, and I think this is what it is. People want to see real life. I want to see real life. Actually, one reality TV show I will watch is Teen Mom, but they do be showing a real ass life. Like, they'd be telling their stories. I think what people are looking for are stories, something to invest in, to root for. 
And some of these housewives, as they've gone up and they've gone up in their tenure being on these shows, they like refuse to share certain parts of their life because they think it's above them not forgetting for some of them that's how they got on the show and this is what made their story compelling i don't know so like i just feel like they're not willing to do that but let's really bring this back to real house of atlanta so carlos king has been shaking the fucking table i actually love his podcast when i worked in podcasting i would try to program his podcast as much as possible reality with the motherfucking king because as much as i cannot stand that nigga i love him his, his his interviews are good his just voice is very fucking annoying um and but he had Nene Leakes on his um he had Nene Leakes on his uh podcast to talk about her experience, which I think she is the GOAT. Like to me, she is one of the pioneers of reality TV. Like there's so many days that I there's so many moments in my life that I'm quoting Nene Leakes. Like my favorite I just did a rewatch. I think it's actually I want I'm gonna go deeper into Real House of Atlanta, but I think it's actually one of the best reality TV shows ever. I'm not kidding like in the sphere of that sphere of reality because if you like like uh survivor like that that's different but like in this sphere it's actually one of the best reality tv shows my favorite line from her right now is if you don't like it you don't like it and she's talking about how she came for candy's mom and called to her mama's in the gutter and basically she's like I'm not gonna take it back like what do you want me to say and then when Andy called her no this is a mess up when Andy called her out for being homophobic she said as people like to say that I don't do I don't apologize I apologize Andy what you want me to do kiss your ass like I was like, she's actually a very insane but needed character on TV. If you don't like it, you don't like it. And you want to go to Puerto Rico and drop some beats? I mean, like, come on. So, anyway, she did her podcast episode. Amazing. I think I talked a little bit about it. And then, but Kenya, she went on and did hers. But what's different about hers is she's an active cast member on the show. And while I think Kenya is actually very delusional, like, to me, what pisses me off about Kenya is she doesn't realize how much she antagonized other people. Like, she antagonized so many relationships. And, like, everyone's bringing back the Apollo and Phaedra thing, which I think, yes, Apollo and Phaedra certainly lied. But you certainly didn't help it by flirting with him on TV. And, like, so I think, like, she's, like, she's trying to rewrite, as she likes to say, revisionist historian. I think that she's being a revisionist historian because that's just like you're being very delusional like I just watched she so she said in the Carlos King interview how like she was upset that Portia didn't support her on her divorce when Portia was going through a divorce and like showing up to events crying I literally just watched this she literally said you're getting divorced nothing in the world get over it now Kenya is starting to see how miserable or how miserable you are going through this situation like come on sister and like I think my thing is I can applaud her. I think she she's had a hard life to overcome. And I actually relate to her when she talks about like not to the extreme because her mom is actually like an insane person, but like having obviously mother issues and like having to persevere nonetheless. I think that she's done that a thousand percent. Um, and I, I applaud her for that. Like I was looking at some of her TikToks from when she won Miss USA. Wow. Like beauty fucking queen. But I think in her this stage of her life, she's kind of fucking delusional. I think she makes good insights about the current, but she cannot reflect clearly on the past because I'm like sister. She also said, like, I was watching my favorite YouTube commentator talk about this. She says she ate up season five reunion. No, she got ate the fuck up. Like they were eating her the fuck up. And Phaedra, please go watch. I think it's season six. Season six, Phaedra versus Kenya reunion, where she basically says, while you're while you're spending your weekend peddling through sperm banks, and you don't know if a child molester or a rapist could be the father of your kid, like. <laughs> <laughs> like and so but what you will know <laughs> is that you're uh, the guy that you need to get uh to get you pregnant needed ten dollars to go get a medium pizza and a soda 
so that you could have a kid. Now check that. I think I'm actually like paraphrasing. I didn't get that all the way, but basically that's basically like, girl, bitch, you need to mind your fucking business. Even though like Phaedra is dead ass wrong. So I'm just saying like, she did not get ate up. Like Kenya's kind of a liar and delusional, but she made good points about like the show. I don't really care about who's favorite or whatever, but the show's a fucking mess. The show's a fucking mess. And I don't know what production is doing. I think it's at the fault of like I just don't think that they're they're mining the right stories like you're supposed to bring us a good show and they're not bringing us a good show and I think like Bravo has also gotten so big like there's so many politics behind who are the producers well back in the day nobody gave a fuck we were all focused on the housewives like there's just so much happening mixed with people don't want to show their real lives like it's a fucking mess but then there's this shining light there's a shining light real house of New York it is the first maybe I've talked about this I actually cannot remember so don't shoot me this is just a a reminder but like this is the first tv show that they've recasted uh ever in the entire franchise of housewives and it's a fucking banger I actually love it so much more than the old roni and here's my thing I was a roni gal I loved roni but those bitches they got uh, guys I think I may have said it but like they got too racist and it just got to a really dark level of we're not fighting over stupid things anymore like this is very real and I don't go to tv to watch this so I'm not gonna watch Ramona being a fucking MAGA supporter but like now I'm not gonna I'm not gonna lie Roni had its heyday in its time there was a time when Roni was chef's kiss there are seasons we can go back and be like wow this is art this is art on my tv screen like this is art but it's no longer at that place anymore so I'm glad that they recast it because I love the new cast I think it's very dynamic they have all different girls but they're all like they're all coming for each other and I think that's when Housewives is best when they're all coming for each other like and not like oh I'm here to demolish your life but like in fun petty shit like yeah you decide to leave the house or you start deciding to leave my party early I mean you weren't serving food like those are nice fun petty fights like it's nothing it's just like catty it's it's fun it's not like denying someone's experience of being black or like being called a white supremacist on tv and then you're arguing that you're not a white supremacist like that was how dark roni had gotten um but i think that they need to do this like ultimately i'm saying like i think that bravo if they're going to continue on the trajectory that they're on with some of these legacy shows and they're not revitalizing it and they're not bringing the right people and you're not telling the stories i don't think i see much of a future for bravo i also like even their other shows like summer house i don't see a future for summer house except summer house martha martha's vineyard like i think that bravo has the bones like they have the bones to great create great reality tv shows but they need to bring a new like a new class of people like i think that's what it is i'm just tired of seeing these people these beefs are never going to get solved we have to start new beefs so i think they need like if they continue this trajectory it's over you need to recast these shows and give these girls something new like I I want new people to root for and I'm rooting for Martha's Vineyard and um the new Roni it's so good it is such good tv so oh and then my last point I want to bring up too is also if they don't address the colorism part uh on what's happening with Ross Potomac I don't know because like to me it's just actually very sick that Giselle still has fans when she's literally lied about someone sexually assaulting her she's actually colorist she's actually a mess like she spreads lies and she's so messy and she misrepresents the truth like that to me she that's also very damaging she had like said when the, the other castmates had like embezzled which it did kind of sound fishy but like told accused her of embezzling on national television like there's just something about this that's not fun i will hold out hope 
for this next season but like honestly i really don't know like i think i need bravo to shape it up bring in new talent and maybe new producers because it's done it's over with okay i think i loosely talked about couples therapy but like this show had so basically how i found out about it which i think i might be very delayed to the conversation like totally i i i'm open to that but like i was doing a feature with Bo and yang for apple podcast um and I had asked him a question like what's the moment of culture that's currently consuming you because as a part of the cult, their podcast Los Culturistas they uh but as part of their part uh, part of their podcast they talk about pop culture what's a culture that they enjoy etc so I wanted to know so he was like couples therapy it's such a good show and he had a really cute answer and I started watching it and I was like no this show is actually like m- one of the people I followed on Twitter was like this show makes you like never want to get married and I kind of see what they're talking about like it makes me never want to be in a relationship or it makes me wonder will I ever be good in a relationship like obviously I think I have a lot of growing to do but I'll be watching the show like a some of y'all shouldn't be together or like is this what relationships are really like like fuck this seems so hard and like maybe pathway of us should not be like not us but like people should not be fucking together and these are the issues that they're facing it even has me thinking like because like Orna she's a therapist on the show like she'll really be reading the girls like one girl was like why won't you give me some feedback she goes well I thought I was but if you wanted me to read I'll read and then went into her so bad and I was like Orna if you would have said that to me I would have actually had to just been like girl I need to take a break because like therapy can actually and therapy like I think like um I don't know if this is like the right way but I think sometimes like we be joking about therapy like oh, I'm gonna talk to my therapist and we laughed and we like we had a good time but I'm like also while that is true therapy sometimes you can leave therapy like fuck I like I've left therapy having a panic attack I've left therapy like you know my mind racing like I have to really work through things I've left therapy sad upset like going through things like I think therapy is also a lot of hard work and like a lot of confronting your emotions like it's a it's doing a lot of work and leaving and being like damn like did I really just go into that therapy is actually such a crazy concept and now that I'm thinking about it but like yeah so it's very much like these couples are going to the session to get ripped apart but ultimately like they're trying to work out and figure out what ways to make these relationships work by like tackling like trauma responses and like how you show up etc but it's just actually a very insane show and I highly 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 recommend like it made me restart my paramount uh my my uh, paramount subscription damn i'm having a lot of brain farts but anyways i think it's a really good show uh another thing i don't know if i want to talk about this i'm not as impassioned right now but i do want to talk about planned op- obsolescence basically just like what should be falling apart on purpose because it's made that way and because maybe it's a function of capitalism but i just feel like maybe back in the day they just gave a fuck more maybe i'm gonna get into this so lately in my life i've just been having this big gripe with the interconnectivity of the things in my household because that shit be barely working or it just stops working like my my google home be ghetto as fuck my airplane don't be working my apple tv don't be working um it, but they're all things that are like function over connecting via wi-fi or like some type of like not cord connection and it really do be pissing me the fuck off um like my sono speakers don't work half the time like all my smart technology is just not acting very smart lately and it's pissing me off and I was basically in a meeting the other day and uh basically this guy was talking about getting too too many details but he's basically just saying like you know we made this product but like no one replaces every like people are not going to replace this product every year like they replace it every 20 years like but that to me and there's a marker of a good product like I can't remember what it was but some type of crock pot or some type of pot whatever 
I think it was the crock pot actually. They w- apparently they, or something like that, like a cooking utensil, went bankrupt because everyone was like, "We built this product to last for twenty years, and like no one was buying new ones, so like we had no stream of revenue." And this company is using that as the the reason that they want to update and upgrade their their technology to something that's very more modern, very on the phone, like mobile, like all this other stuff. Because they they can't really bring in a revenue stream if they're not if shit isn't constantly going out of turn or or uh not upgraded or out of style, and it just pisses me off. Like I guess it's just another function of capitalism that pisses me off. Of like we purposely make shit to break and not last so that we have to replace it, and I just really want a good product. Like I don't know. Like I obviously boohoo Leah cried me a fucking river. That's how capitalism works. But I don't know. Like I just like. I work hard for my money and I would like my money to go a long way and I would not like it to run out so quickly. Like, I don't know. Like we got to get back on that to like make me something that will last for fucking ever. And like, also everything is just like, like becoming a subscription, like everything is becoming a subscription subscription to even use or like everything is costing extra. Like someone on the internet made a really good point about how, um, carry ons cost, uh, our carry-ons are starting to cost and I'm like no because so I've been having to buy flights lately right and Google flights will say um you can get the it'll say what the lowest price is but when you click on it that's for the basic economy and that's not for the main cabin or whatever it is for whatever airline you're flying and it's just like shit like that where it's like we're just penalizing and costing or pricing every part of life now like every every interaction or not every interaction but just like everything that we have to do is becoming more expensive and we're pricing little by little and more by more everything that people are doing so like for example when you have to fly main cabin or you do basic economy you don't get a carry-on you get a um a personal item you board last so you might even get to put your in your carry-on on and to me i think that like I need to be in boarding group three because I don't want to have to check my bag like I don't have to check my bag I purposely bought a carry-on because I want to carry it with me and so that's just not the experience I want to have. So yes, I'm going to pay the 80 extra dollars for the main cabin, even though the ticket is supposed to be cheaper. I just don't think that that's fucking fair. Like just stupid shit like that. Just pricing parts of life that it formerly wasn't priced. And I wish we could go back to that. Like pissing me off and maybe make things to actually last life cycles. I don't know. But, um, this was actually a more enjoyable episode. I think I might do them for my bed more often. It was more comfortable. It felt more relaxed. It felt like we, I was really having a conversation. I hope you felt that too. Um, I appreciate you so much for listening. Um, I don't know if I mentioned this, and but I checked my Spotify my Spotify statistics, and I actually have a lot of men who be listening, or like I didn't as they as tells me are men listening and I'll be really thinking like what do y'all get from this and that's no tea no shade uh I'm just curious and also 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 thank you to the additional person who is helping me right my wrong on my fucking Spotify score I appreciate you so much like we are fighting a battle here and the war is almost won I'm not even saying I want a perfect life star that's not my ministry but I am just saying that I think I deserve a 4.3 and I'm leaving it at that you have a great rest of your day or whatever time it is where you are because I am doing set night time and I might just post this tonight but I will see you next week I apologize for the break you have to blame mother nature she was really actually punching the walls of my uterus but I am back and it was so nice to talk to you guys so I'll see you on the next episode